Is he talking trash? No, it's just Scott being Scott. It's time for Inez Says. Hope you're having a great day. Thanks so much for listening to the Inez Says Podcast. Scott Inez with you. You can find the podcast most everywhere you find your podcast, including the WDBO app and WDBO.com. All right, let's get it going here. A little political talk today. So much for unity. (laughs) So much for unity. My hope going into the Biden presidency, my hope was that the office would kind of moderate the far left-leaning Democrat party. That the office of president would moderate Joe Biden's campaign speech and his promises that once Biden, the centrist, the career politician, once he got into office, he would tell the far left to sit and spin. Well, I was wrong. (laughs) I was wrong since day one of the Biden administration, oh, about a week ago, Joe Biden has been on an executive order palooza on everything from refocusing on the climate crisis to canceling the Keystone XL permit. Oh, by the way, hundreds of people out of jobs there to an executive order banning discrimination on the basis of gender identity or sexual orientation. And an executive order, by the way, denouncing anti-Asian discrimination and xenophobia. Again, my hope was that Joe Biden had the backbone to stand up to the radical left wing of his party, a wing that is frighteningly expanding in this country. And it turns out just what I feared is happening. Joe Biden is, in fact, a puppet for the far left. Don't take any enjoyment saying that. Many of you told me that would happen, and it has happened. Now, I will give him this. Biden is a man of his word. And now he's rewarding the wackos of his party. I am disappointed. I'm disappointed. Uh, I'm not deterred. We have to keep speaking out because I have to believe that the greatness of America will eventually trump the unprecedented times that we're living in right now. If you haven't noticed, folks, (laughs) if you haven't noticed, the Democrat Party is on a rampage right now, a rampage in part, at least in silencing opposing views. The First Amendment is under siege right now like I've never seen it. I thought liberals were the ones that were supposed to be open-minded, right? Supposed to be open to different ideas. The far left is totally closed and wanting to shut down all dissent. That's what's so frustrating and frightening about this. They're attempting to cancel dissent. Who's being the fascist now? And then you have Stephanie Murphy, my congresswoman from right here in Central Florida, Congresswoman Murphy introducing a bill that would, quote, require federal investigators to ask all participants to work for the federal government whether they had, quote, associated with or knowingly engaged in activities conducted by an organization or a movement that spreads conspiracy theories and false information about the United States government. This is not the Soviet Union or China. This is America. Way to go, Stephanie. Now, on its surface, you know, I mean, you, you look at it and it's, it's kind of innocuous. It kind of, you know, it, it doesn't jump out at you. You know, we don't want anybody working in the federal government who's a terrorist. But look deeper. Think deeper. What does that actually mean? An organization that spreads conspiracy theories and false information about the U.S. government? Again, the left is on a rampage right now. And reading between the lines, Congresswoman Murphy and others like her want to continue to try to punish right-wing extremist groups who breached the Capitol. Yes, okay, I get that. But 
if I'm reading this right, if I'm reading this right, Congresswoman Murphy, didn't you continue to push the ridiculous conspiratorial notion that Donald Trump was a Russian agent? Didn't you continue to push the ridiculous collusion, 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 conspiracy theory? So under your new bill, shouldn't you be resigning your office right now? No, that's not the way the far left sees it. This is to quell dissent and free speech on the right. That's what this is all about. Welcome to the new America. It really is amazing. I mean, we're only one week into this thing. And what I feared, what I feared is coming true right in front of my eyes. The far left has been emboldened and unleashed. And Joe Biden has proved to be what we all thought he would be. But I was hoping that he wouldn't. A puppet. A puppet who needs his grandpa naps in the afternoon. So we're going to talk much more in the coming weeks on this little old podcast about the scary road that we're headed down. What I wanted to focus on today is the recent cat and mouse game between the new White House and the governor of the great state of Florida. This to me is fascinating. I love interesting. You've heard me say that time and time again. I absolutely love interesting. Ron DeSantis, Florida governor. He is on the far left's hit list. Why? A, because he's very likely going to be a presidential candidate in the future, whether that's 2024, 2028, whatever the case may be. He's going to be a presidential candidate in the future. And the Dems want to do everything in their power. And you can tell the way CNN and MSNBC react to Ron DeSantis. They want to belittle him as much as possible. They want to do everything in their power to keep this guy down. And B, B, the fact that Ron DeSantis has been successful in leading the state of Florida through the pandemic. Now, have there been bumps in the COVID-19 road here in Florida? No doubt. No doubt. Nobody makes it through unscathed during a pandemic. But this guy has done something that Andrew Cuomo of New York, Gavin Newsom of California, a lot of other Democrat governors out there have not done. He's led. He's led this state through the coronavirus minefield. That's what he's done. And isn't it interesting how these Democrat states I just mentioned, along with others, are now all of a sudden a week out of Donald Trump leaving office. Isn't it interesting how all of a sudden these governors are sending out smoke signals? You know what? Maybe it's okay to open back up again. Funny how that happens, isn't it? Funny how that happens. So this week, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki and Governor DeSantis got into a little tete-a-tete about COVID vaccines. Over the weekend, DeSantis criticized the White House for its plan to have the federal government set up mass vaccination sites all over the country. He said in a nutshell that the White House should use all that energy to send out more of the vaccine to the states. Well, Jen Psaki clapped back, saying that Florida has only distributed about 50% of its vaccine supply. DeSantis would in turn hit back, saying, look, the state has received about 1.7 million first doses of the vaccine and has distributed those first doses to approximately 1.2 million people. He also added that when you look at it from the perspective of first doses, we've done a very high percentage of them. We continue to go even higher, he said, and he said that there were unused vaccine doses, but most of them were being held for people to receive the second dose of the vaccine. Makes sense. Well, let's play the feud here. Look, I don't know the true numbers. I'm not in the trenches. I can't confirm nor deny. Is the White House right? Is DeSantis right? I don't know. I don't know. But I will say this. 
I think I know Ron DeSantis a little bit right now. And unlike many in his position, he's led Florida through this pandemic. He's led the state. He's been big. He's been bold in keeping Florida as open as possible. And he's had a very difficult balance to strike, having to weigh the need to fight the disease against the harm to society of shutting down parts of the state's economy. And yet what he did that Andrew Cuomo did not do in New York is that Ron DeSantis has been consistent since the beginning of the pandemic. The message has been clear. Maintain your social distance, wash your hands, wear a mask, and let's protect the most vulnerable. Hear that, Andrew? Let's protect the most vulnerable. I think it's interesting because I listen to some of my friends and relatives up north. And I got to tell you, some of them think we here in the state of Florida are a bunch of risk-taking crackers, mainly because of the media's narrative about the governor being this insane Neanderthal who sticks his head in the sand and encourages people just to go crazy here in the state. It's not true. It's not true. I've got many people up north, like, they're miserable. They're absolutely miserable. They have been locked down for nearly a year. They're trapped. And the ironic thing is that some of those people think that we here in Florida are like these, you know, these COVID mavericks or something led by our rebel commander, Ron DeSantis. It's typical northern elite liberal BS. It's just flat out false. And look, I do believe that the decision to vaccinate Florida's 4.3 million seniors, people over the age of 65, really should be a case study on how to attack the virus. That's Ron DeSantis is doing. He's absolutely right. Seniors must get this thing first and foremost because of the high-risk categories that they're in. It was the right decision. What DeSantis has done here in Florida is, is while he sent that same message day after day after day, he's also trusted Floridians to make wise decisions. And much to the surprise of my northern friends, We're not all walking Florida man stories down here, okay? We've heeded those warnings, and we've used our common sense. Ron DeSantis has allowed us to use that common sense. We've gone about living our lives, albeit differently, but DeSantis is one of the few leaders in the nation who has realized that the mental and emotional aspect of this pandemic is downright debilitating, and I've seen it with my own eyes. Again, has his leadership been perfect? No, nobody's perfect, but I think Ron DeSantis has struck the exact right chord during this pandemic and should be a blueprint for pandemics to come. And I hate to say that, but you know there are more on the way. And that right balance is, you know, not being overly heavy-handed in terms of government crackdowns. We're seeing a lot of those across the country in Democrat-run states. Trusting your people to do the right thing and keeping the state as open as possible to preserve businesses and jobs. So I believe that Ron DeSantis has done a solid job in leading us through this pandemic. The far left would disagree with that, but go ahead, compare DeSantis's COVID record with a Cuomo or with a Newsom or any of these other Democrat lockdown states. Ronnie D wins by a TKO. That'll do it for the Inez Says Podcast today. Appreciate you being here. I'll see you next time.